All right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back to Greenbox Gaming plays Delta Green Impossible Landscapes, Chapter Two. Chapter Two: A Volume of Secret Faces. My name is Joe, and I am going to be handling these guys. These my incredible friends, my best friends in the whole wide world. Starting with wow. the, first of all, the most handsome. What's I changed? Think. Brad playing Hank changed. Ellis. He's really taken that <laughs> and, uh, heart. Yeah. And then, uh, last, thank you. Last and episode then, was so lackluster. It's like, and then I of guess course, I'm uh, joined by Brad. And it's well. And the great thing is, I'm also joined by probably one of the smartest people in the whole wide world, Dace playing Benji. Oh. I thought you were gonna say me Shucks. again. Well, wow. <laughs> thank you, Joe. Thank you for that compliment. And then. I last but absolutely not least, probably the most generous, kind, and gentle lover. Thanks, John. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is a trap. This is too much. <laughs> this is what we get for Arby's talk. He's up to something. He's definitely up to something. Even though I uh, feel like I fit all three of those categories, I guess um, I'm still happy to be here, Joe. <laughs> Well, that's uh, yeah. You know, you okay. can't win them all, right? Wait, should do we need to say something? I feel like we have to say something now about Joe. Like Joe's just fantastic in all regards at running yeah. his fiefdom. At my, <laughs> you're the best king I could ever ask for. <laughs> my the best liege. ruler, my liege. I pledge myself to my sword and shield. Ellen didn't know what she started. <laughs> she now. sure shit didn't. I, I expect an angry phone call in the next two to three weeks. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so good. Uh, well, my you know, leash. as my loyal subjects, I just feel like I'm responsible for you, you know? Because uh... I'm really doing it for you. But, oh, the mantle of leadership is so heavy. <laughs> we bend the knee. <laughs> Are we knights or are we like villagers? Are we like farming potatoes for you or like defending yeah. your honor? Serfs, I think, is what they serfs. were called. Yeah, serfs. serfs for yeah, sure. you guys are serfs. Uh, yeah. Gnarly. So, so, <laughs> uh, so, so, so um, I have a question for you guys this week. Um, it is, it's more like actual Delta Green kind of related. I was thinking about this this week. If you were contacted, you as a person, you Brad, you Jean, you Dace, were contacted as an individual by Delta Green, said, hey, here's the deal, we want you in, what would you bring as a character to Delta Green? Like, what skill set would be the most a useful thing that you An have? angle grinder. That's what the fuck I'd bring to Delta Green. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the ability. <laughs> the act, the ability to enter into anything, any yes. locked container or building. It's like a skeleton key for the real world. A really loud skeleton key. <laughs> yeah. That also throws sparks like 10 feet, uh, which is kind of like lighting <laughs> a road flare. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, pros and cons. You can get in yeah. anywhere. Yeah. We're going to have to talk quietly. about their uh, benefits and shit before I join. What, like the, the HMO? Like their insurance? or Yeah. Like, do yeah. they have dental? Yeah, basically. 
Yeah, I want to see a contract before I start. I don't really know if that's how it's they work. Shadowy government organization. No, I, I would ask for the contract first. Okay. Well, what, what about Brad? What, do you, what would you bring to the table? What would you be your best asset as a Delta Green agent? As Brad? I don't know. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Just, trying to think about that. Nope. I have no idea. Brad would be a, a, a charisma-based character for sure. That would be yeah. his highest stat. Uh, maybe that'd be easier. I was thinking, mm. like, in real life, what would my job be? But if we're looking stats... I mean, your job is charisma-based. Like, you're rolling charisma rolls all day. Well, think about your skills. Like, with, what, would, what would all your points and your skills be in? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out. I just don't have uh, anything. Uh, Let's see. Oh, Artillery, are you looking? Definitely. Are you looking at? Are you looking at your real life character sheet right now? Is that uh, com- <laughs> computer science would be Brad and John. Yeah, but I'd like to that think does, I'd be that doesn't disguise. Um, because you because you wear a false um, facade every day. <laughs> <laughs> and also unnatural. You know why not? <laughs> Just why. Sure, I dabble. Just a little bit. I've got, no. I've got a little uh, art, or not artillery, but firearms, and I've got a little heavy machinery. Um, I don't think we'd little, be good eight guys in real life. Little unarmed. Yeah. I don't think we got the make the cut. Um, Psychotherapy. I've been to therapy. Does that count? Hey, I have a yeah. minor in history. Can I get some points in that? <laughs> yeah. I think Joe would... Joe, Joe, what would you bring? What would you bring as your skill set? Joe would be the strongest your DG character for combat. sure. Unarmed combat combined with psychotherapy. Unarmed combat? Like, I did do jujitsu for a little while. Uh, not well, long I mean, enough to get yeah. good at it. Not but... to mention your military career. <laughs> and my military career. <laughs> would give you... I mean, that's firearms right there. That's... Artillery, you're a tanker, so that's artillery, or um, yeah, heavy, heavy weapons. weapons. Um, so we got a weapons guy, a welder, and two charisma-based characters. <laughs> I, guess. <laughs> I don't know, like I know, no, I like, give John. John definitely deserves some tech uh, points for John sure. Some tech, yeah, uh, some tech points. You know, the funny thing is, like, I was actually looking recently. Something I think that really sets Delta Green apart from other games is that, you know, and obviously we have, I think we as a crew have the most experience with Dungeons & Dragons, um, like, besides this. And, like, you know, we also did Paranoia a little bit. Um, mm. There's something else I tried to play once. I can't remember what it was. But, you know, in those games, like, you're always basically a superhero. You know, like, you are, you know, like, you meet an NPC peasant and you're like basically a god even at like level one you know like you are far and above anything they could ever imagine the delta green's not really like that and i actually think that kind of is a really good thing because like you're everyone has limitations and yeah you could roll just a really good roll on something you're trash at and get lucky but it really kind of like your limitations actually really kind of build the story because they build how you attack things you know which i think is well, I definitely, a huge strength i definitely think yeah. those green 
lends more gives you more opportunity to lean in towards into into like improv and character and story based games like you know but if you love like combat and shit that's where you know D &D yeah. can go heavy into like a combat based based game well i'd also say that the mechanics of delta green encourage you to play outside your strengths because when you fail skills you can improve in them so it's like an incentive oh yeah to do that oh did you guys do that last time by the way mark your failed skills yes okay good have we had an opportunity to to rest yet no. no um but yeah like i think it's i was actually on i was on the on the delta green reddit and you know like a conversation came up about a non a completely non-combat team like a team that doesn't have you know a soldier or you know a, like a police officer or something on that's just you know like researchers and doctors and stuff like that and i think my response to it was basically like this sounds like an awesome team like some people would say oh that's no it's unbalanced team. but no we were who... super strong in the what was the series we did before like the intro to delta green or yeah the uh control group nobody we was astronauts a... <laughs> Well, when you guys were astronauts, you guys had some crazy skills because astronauts are when crazy I was a space doctor. I thought he was pretty good. <laughs> space doctor. Uh, space, that was the best class I've ever called Leg Day. What was that character's leg, name? Leg Day. Leg Day. God, what was it? I don't remember. I it was, it's got echoes of Hank in him. I'm sure. Of yeah, a little bit. He's got the bravado. That's just because sure. I'm not a good actor. Um, and I'm sure I imagined him with big old jowls while, while, while he was speaking. That was a different oh, character. Yeah, that was a different one. That was a Bobby oh Blair. God, that was Dr. Bobby, Bobby Blair. Blair. Dr. Bobby Blair. Who <laughs> <laughs> was basically the the diabetes cat guy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Slash uh, oat, oatmeal dude. Yeah. <laughs> the man loved his oatmeal. Man loves his oatmeal. But yeah, yeah they I, gave us they each they, it, it craft the gameplay really well. Not being able to be a superhero, not being able to do amazing things all the time. Yeah, I mean, like, and even you gotta think about it. Hank is really not a combat-focused character. I mean, does he have a higher unarmed or like an, a higher firearms than you guys? Yeah, but what he really brings to the table is the investigative stuff and his connections to the U.S. Marshals and bureaucracy. Him. Like that's that's really his strength. He's really not a combat character. He's not a special forces guy. You know, he's not. Um, it's not a, a, a whatever. I think we saw that with what's her, whatever her name was. The file Never forget lady. Michelle. Michelle. Oh, Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> I think we established yeah, got... that we're not we're not heavy combat based. Yeah. Michelle. Oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You guys ready to get into it? Let's do it. Mm -hmm. All right. We are here. 2015 in Boston and a an insane asylum or I guess sorry, they're not called that, a psychiatric hospital uh called uh Dorchester House. Uh you guys are following up on the assignment that you received from Agent Exeter or Marbus as he used a pseudonym as well um to Look into the disappearance of three Delta Green agents in who have gone missing while 
housed at this facility. You guys got there and managed to uh, have a nice long talk with Dr. Dallin, who's the head of this facility. Richard Dallin, he's a Delta Green friendly and is aware that something weird is going on, but is primarily concerned for the missing patients. He lets you know that they went missing from their rooms. They were chemically and physically restrained. At the time, they disappeared kind of randomly with no entrances or exits, no obvious breaches of any windows or doors, and that the orderlies noticed they were gone just a few days ago, just gone, out of nowhere. He's given you permission to tour the facility with his uh, head nurse, uh, Esther Samahina, and she is has kind of put you guys in a old file overflow room I think that you guys have kind of said that was going to be your base of operations kind of deal. Um, so you guys had looked into the two names of two individuals that you actually knew of, two individuals that you actually encountered 20 years ago in the night floors. Um, Ed Wist and also Timothy Bale. You guys looked in their files, you determined that Ed Wist uh, violently murdered his entire family uh, and has recently come into uh, more money than God, apparently. Uh, his father being the head of some like huge multi-million dollar conglomerate and Ed now having access to these funds while still being um, you know, forced to be here by the state being criminally insane. And the other one you ran to was Timothy Bale. You determined that he was a, uh, he's an Iraq veteran. Uh, keep in mind this is 2015 and that he, uh, served two tours and is, um, you know, is very traumatized from his, uh, you know, from seeing his entire, uh, squad, you know, been shot out from under him and whatnot. And they are both on the third floor where the most acute patients are. So you guys are here in the room. And uh, Esther, uh, Nurse Samahina, is going to be back soon. And you kind of have this time to figure out what you're going to be doing. You should so, probably look into those missing patients. Yeah, I guess we'll do our job. Uh, do homework. Huh? All right, so... What so else, I'm sorry, What else ahead. can we do in this room? We've already looked at Timothy and Ed. Um... Yeah, we still have to look into the read the files of the three patients that are missing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um the So the first one, the first name you have on your list is T How. Um and that is H O U. It's on your board as well up there in that top left corner. Transition over there. Um and you guys, when you open, well, someone give me a lot of this that you're looking at. This is getting a lot more into like, um, you know, what you can actually parse out or what you'd even know. So everyone give me a psychotherapy role to kind of make sense or a medicine role, I guess, to kind of make sense of what all is going on here. Interesting. Psychotherapy fail, 93 over 11. 
And a failure for Benji. 14 over 10. Damn, that's close. So close. Yeah. My shit sucks too. Hell. Okay. Basically, none of you have none of you have over like a lay person's understanding of psychiatry, which is not surprising. None of you are psychiatrists. So just kind of what it is. For T Hal, the uh you see that the if that is the name that's abbreviated, there's no or that that apparently is the first name, it's just T. Um you see that there is a listed that the primary diagnosis is uh dissociative personality disorder uh with fugues and catatonia uh and you also see the word you know it's catatonic schizophrenia written a few different times in some of the history um you see that there is a long list of medications uh things like uh thorazine and haldol again none of these particularly mean anything to you but it looks like this individual was on a regular uh, on a regular dosage of a mix of probably Haldol and Ativan. Again, two medications that don't really mean a lot to you uh, because you don't really know what they are. Uh, but that's the notes in there. The reasons for this are cited to be several violent uh, incursions where the individual would suddenly snap out of these catatonic fugues and just randomly attack people. Uh, and that they tend to happen at pretty inopportune times, such as while everyone's sitting down to eat and things like that. Okay, so uh, Hank doesn't really have much to say on that. I guess there's no background to him. Like why, like he just got sent here and that's the only thing on record is what they diagnosed him with slash what he's been going through at the facility. You see that the that apparently this individual was brought here uh, three years ago, which seems like a long time to be in a mental health facility. Um, but yeah, so and you see that it is well under the what would it be? What is it called? I'm I'm, I'm blanking right now. What is it called when you? are when someone else is responsible for your legal uh, things, like to make decisions for you. Guardian? Yeah, like a guardian ad litem, like a, their, their legal guardian. Um, that the legal guardian who is kind of like signs all the admissions papers is not an individual, but the name of an institution or a group called the St. Dyfna Foundation. That is D-Y-M-P-H-N-A. St. Daphna. So, yes. Yeah. Can we make... <clears throat> does Benedict make sense of the etymology of Daphna? Ooh. Ooh. He's... He's a John. I don't know if you know this. He's a journalist. He's a journalist. That's right. I Very comfortable around paper. That one I've heard. Very likes. comfortable around papers and words, from what I've, uh, from what I gather. <laughs> and uh, even sentences. Yeah, even the combination of words, typically known as sentences. <laughs> uh, make me a. I don't know. 
what do you what do you think you should roll? I would say probably an intelligence or a. Yeah. Do you have any languages or anything or anything interesting? Like, I don't know. Either from all his reading, he's got his journalism, but otherwise intelligence. I think intelligence makes sense. I think intelligence is pretty is is wide enough. Success twenty five under seventy. Nice. Just, you know, like as you're thinking. Does actually here's an interesting question. Does Benedict have any experience with the Catholic Church? Oh, that's a good point. What do you think? We think we think Benedict's yeah. religious upbringing yeah. is. He was at St. Ally's College for Boys, and he was oh. a bit of a bully in Oxfordshire. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah, that's absolutely going to be a, a religious upbringing. Saint Daphna is the patron saint of the mentally ill. Okay, uh, you know that right off the bat. Uh, that is that that comes to you, and as you think about it, like as you guys have probably entered this facility, there have probably been you know depictions of Saint Daphna, like in some of the art and stuff like that. I also don't know if I'm saying mm. that right. <laughs> Seems good enough, Daphna. Yeah. So yeah, cool. And that's in, that's some kind of a trust or some kind of institution. Yeah, it does not appear. It, it is like I said, it's the Saint Daphna Foundation is like kind of stamped Foundation. on all of the um, on all the paperwork where the legal guardian of an individual would be signed, typically. So, um, can Benji do a quick Google search? Just type in Saint Daphna Organization. Um, I would say, yes, uh, you can do a quick one. When you do so, you find very, very little. Um, all you can really find just right off the back is the mentioning that this facility was purchased by the, that you find like one tiny news article that says that the Dorchester uh, House School was pub or was uh, purchased uh, in 1986 by um, by with like a loan or in some relationship to the Saint Daphna Foundation. Okay. And then three years later, it reopened as the Dorchester Psychiatric Hospital. So it seems like they may have bankrolled the purchase of this facility. Was there a roll that just happened? Did someone roll something? No. Nope. Okay, I might be losing it. Cool. <laughs> Great. Uh, next dude. You need a break from Delta Green. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I think I'm ready to go on to the next guy. If y'all don't have any more questions about T. I think that's definitely Good. a lead we need to look into later. But yeah. Yeah, time for All right, um, the second one is uh, Cal Diasia. Um, Cal Diasia, you see, one of the first things you notice is a very similar kind of regular regiment of these medications that don't particularly mean a whole lot to you. Uh, but it seems that this individual is receiving regular 
<laughs> infusions, let's say, uh, every few hours. Um, Jesus. You see orders. You see orders for lots of orders for physical restraints. Um, you see that one of the big things that's mentioned here are. Um, you see one of the big things is pica. Um, oh. And, you know, and as a layperson, you know, so Dace, you're a layperson, and you had a reaction to pica. What is pica? Isn't it like cannibalism related? No, not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily. What am I thinking of? Cannibalism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just thinking of cannibalism. <laughs> no, there's a particular disease that. Uh, I don't, I don't oh, know. Oh, vampirism. Vampirism. <laughs> That's the one. Mm. Vampirism. Yeah. Um, you see. Lycanthropy. <laughs> uh, you see that uh, that this individual apparently uh, eats things that are not food very often, including their own feces, uh, napkins, uh, bits of the wall that they're able to remove, and that they've been like almost had to be completely restrained the vast majority of their time here to keep them from eating things that will kill them. And they seem to be, there's also some mentions of, you see again, some schizophrenia and things like that, or schizophreniform is one of the things you see. These things don't particularly mean something vast to you. Uh, this individual has been here for about nine months. What's the background? Same organization admitted in here? Funnily enough, same thing. There was the, the legal guardian is the St. Daphna Foundation. So Okay. I was thinking of I was thinking of Kuru, which is the disease caused by cannibalism, which sounds nothing like Pika. Oh yeah, Kuru is basically is a is basically mad cow for people. Yeah. It's Crutchfield Crutchfield mm. Jacobs, Crutchfield Jacobs. Got some wires crossed there in the old noggin. Anyway, yeah, I mean, it doesn't necessarily like they could be eating flesh. Uh, okay, so the program how is just is, how long has it has Carl been there? Carl, nine months, and it was in his room that the blood message was yes. written about uh, Aunt Abigail, correct? Okay. Uh, what about Mr. Mack? The last one we have is Lila Mack. Uh, Lila Mack, uh, is there for, uh, again, schizophrenia. Uh, you see that, uh, Lila Mack does have a longer history associated with it that goes beyond her admission. Uh, it seems that she, that there's some vague information there. She suffered from uh, delusional disorder and other things like that, and persecution uh, or hallucinations of persecution. That there was a government conspiracy that was attempting to kidnap her and kill her. Um, she, one of the big problems with her, again, lots of Haldol, lots of Advan. And is that she tries to hurt herself. That she's a danger to herself and others almost constantly. And that it has been supposed that when she seems to get better, it's only so that she that it is a calculated and purposeful effort for her to get 
trust from staff so that she can then is can then get access to things for which to hurt herself with and so that she has been restrained for her own safety for the last year jesus christ man delta green really fucked these people up huh uh damnedest thing I wonder if that's something Guardian. we would think about while we're reading the stuff. Like, this is a potential glimpse into our future. You know, be. it is it is a a bit of a, a bit of a, a peek into the looking glass to see uh, what maybe is down the road. I mean, you guys are a bit frazzled already. And by the way, let's keep in mind. I think I mentioned it last time, or one of the last times, that Benji actually does have a bit of a catatonic thing when he's exposed to when he loses sanity from the unnatural which we forgot to do last season that's my fault uh that when benji's ex- loses sanity the unnatural influences he's supposed to he already has a mental disorder he has a catatonic fugue disorder yeah we should definitely start doing that because that could really screw some things up <laughs> Yeah. In, this, in the right circumstances. Yeah, that, that could really fuck you guys up big time. Yeah. Um, That'd be so fun to role play a catatonic <laughs> state. <laughs> Just Not nothing. for everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Uh... We did do that. I think in one of the Delta Greens, you just became totally useless. What? Say, say what you mean, John. <laughs> I <have laughs> You're <said> always <laughs> useless. <laughs> And I take it the guardian for this last person was also the same type. No. Oh, yeah. Well, this puts some things in perspective that... I mean, these people could be, you know... I, was... I don't know. I was about to say, like, I mean, they're in in danger wherever they are they obviously can't uh at this point live on their own without some kind of supervision um and particularly lila like if she's actively trying to harm herself well boys this is some rough stuff uh i don't rightly know the medications bit of it but i can tell these people are severely ill yeah, that's pretty evident. Or either somebody wants them to look like they are. Mm. It doesn't take. It doesn't take. It's not much of a leap for you guys to pull out your smartphone and to Google these um these medications. Haldol is an antipsychotic that is kind of used as a chemical restraint or sedative sometimes and Ativan is almost universally used specifically as a sedative um, it seems like these people are, are being doped up much of their day definitely in the evenings hmm. well, well uh, this is about what we expected there you know, we're admitted here, obviously, by the organization, sorry, program, for a reason. Uh, I don't know if we're going to find much into their disappearance. It seems everything beyond this, uh, their admittance into this facility has been blacklisted or is not listed here. 
I want to see that video footage, and I want to see the the room uh, where this yeah. uh, mural is. Do some investigation. Yeah. Okay. Eventually, um, eventually the uh, Esther Samahina comes back, and she she comes fetches you. You know, after an hour or so, it's kind of what you told her. She comes back and tells you that she is ready to take you uh, on a tour of the facility and ask you, you know, she says, you know, we can go, we can, we can go right up. We can go right up to, um, to the uh, patient rooms. Uh, if you want to go see, you know, the, the room of these three patients, if you want, uh, we can go straight there. Um, I can also show you around some of the other locations, the nurses stations and, you know, and the cafeteria and, and things like that. So wherever you want to go, Dr. Dallin said to to give you all the access we can. Well, you, you can show us around a little bit, but uh, the main priority is the uh, video and the actual rooms where these individuals went missing. But uh, if you want to briefly, briefly yes. take us through the rest of the facility, that's fine by me. Okay. Um... You go, she takes you briefly down to the, um, to the cafeteria. She shows you where the, uh, where the people from the second and the first floor eat. She tells you that the patients on the third floor have their meals taken up to them because it's too dangerous to move them between floors. Um, the old cafeteria is in the, or the cafeteria is in the old gymnasium right next to the administrative room. Uh, in each of the floors is a small secure nurses station that has a uh, a key card lock and a heavy heavy door and a small window where nurses where there's like in just enough room for like the big med station and you know like a computer and a chair for a nurse to sit in and dispense medications um she then takes you, uh, as you go up, you see that there are some people wandering around the first room. She's taking through the patient areas. There are some people kind of wandering around the, um, the floors on the first floor. And though these patients, you know them to be patients, they, you know, they seem like they have a lot of, um, uh, they seem to have a, a good bit of freedom. Um, most, you see some people talking on their cell phones and kind of wearing like normal street clothes. Um, with like uh, many of them have uh, like a, a badge attached to them that kind of like shows their name tag and stuff. But these are, you know, these to be the lowest acuity. Um, she tells you that on the floors, because there's different levels of security, that patients are allowed to have different things. Uh, down here on the first floor, patients are allowed to have their own phones and they can watch as much TV and have as much free time as they basically want. But they're patients who are transitioning out of the facility. The second floor is where patients spend probably most of their time. Um, it's when they're not as acute as they need to be on third floor, but they're not really ready to leave yet. Um, and that obviously the third floor is the most acute where there's the most limitations. Uh, they're on the third floor. There is no street clothing. All of the patients are in hospital gowns. They are not allowed to have shoelaces or belts or things like that. And they definitely have no internet access or phone access or anything like that while they're up there. Everything's very controlled and extremely regimented on the third floor. Um, yeah, she takes you up there and shows you one of the uh, one of the rooms. 
All right. Um, uh, whose room is it? Well, do you... Is there... I think somebody had said that you specifically wanted to see the room that where the thing was on the wall? Yeah, Cal Dias's oh. room. Okay. She takes you... They get to the third floor, and you see that all the patients appear. First of all, there's an immediate mood shift. There's twice as many orderlies, and right in the middle of the unit is a big, like, uh, thick glass kind of security room thing that can kind of see 360 degrees, see down both the long hallways where the patient rooms are and whatnot. Um, there's several orderlies in there. There's more orderlies kind of about, and that there are several patients kind of... Some of them appear to just kind of be, you know, standing, you know, and wavering on their feet. Looks like maybe they might be a bit doped up to their gills. And there are some others that kind of, you know, regard you or maybe talking to some of the orderlies or playing checkers or something like that. As you get up to one of the rooms, she takes you to the room of uh, Caldasia and opens it up. And she's like, she says, uh, well, just so you know, the uh, the room here has not been... Uh, touched. We did remove the um, poetry. Was Why the, the hell would you do that? It was, I, you know, and she kind of, you know, she shows you the door and the door has like a glass window in it. Like a glass, like a thick glass window that can't be broken, easily broken. Just, well, you know, other patients come by and see something like that. I bang up a dang sheet. You guys put a just piece of paper up there. <laughs> I love that. You've messed with the crime scene potentially. <laughs> Oh, she tells you, she's like, well, I, I, I'm sorry. I mean, we, we, we needed to clean it up. I, I, I felt that that's what we needed to do. And uh, so, so we did. I'm sorry if that's, um, no, that's okay. hampered your investigation. I don't know if, if you need, she's like, I kept the rags and I didn't know if you'd need DNA. I didn't know if that was going to be a thing. I kept the rags, but I, I did take it off the wall. Oh, that would was that, that would blood? be most. <laughs> oh oh yeah, I'm blood? sorry. Was that miss? Oh yeah, that was blood. <laughs> no, <laughs> My bad. Oh, I thought he's no, you're being is, sarcastic. This ben- no, oh, this is Benedict. Okay, okay. point. Yeah. So, oh, oh, that's hideous. I'm glad gross. you cleaned that off. That's horrible. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, Benedict, that wasn't jelly from a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but uh, that was. <laughs> Uh, very helpful. We will need some DNA from those rags. Um, so that's good. We can tell if it was actually their blood. Or if it's... We find some weird... Who's I don't blood? know. Some weird parasites from the future in it. <laughs> future parasites. Oh, man. Um, that, that, goes, that goes back to control group, yeah. But, uh... Alright. I'm gonna... Hank's obviously going to do a investigation or a uh, forensics. Okay. Tell me what you get. Critical 11. Nice. Critical. 35. All right. As you're looking through. DNA analyzer. Yeah. As you whip out your handy dandy pocket DNA analyzer. Um, as you're looking through the room, you know, I mean, this is what Hank does. You know, we've kind of talked about before that Hank has been off. He's been out of the field for a while, but he, you know, once you get him, once you get him in there, 
it's like riding a bike. He gets right back to it. Hank, you're looking around. It is a small room. There is no um, there's no bathroom attached to each individual room. Uh, there's like a, a communal bathroom like out in the hallway. And as you understand that the individuals here were kept under lock and key and sedated a good bit of time. So they probably were just cleaned by nurses, you know, and that kind of thing. You get looking around the place. The room is sparse. I mean, really sparse. Um but hanging all over the walls are several, um, like, shreds of newspaper. They don't seem to be pulled apart in any particular way, and they're all taped to the wall, not tacked, because they wouldn't let the patients have tacks. The thing that really draws your attention as, you, as you're looking into this is you go over to the bed where the restraints, and uh, Nurse Samingas, uh, she tells you, she says, Oh, yes, the... Um, we, we didn't touch those. Those were exactly as we found them. Um, they, it was, it was as if they just disappeared right out of there. I'm just, I just don't know what could have caused this. As you're looking at these, you, you pick up the restraints and you know, it's like, it's a five point restraint system at both wrist, both ankles and waist is how the people are restrained. And you're looking at the, you know, there's like some sheets there. It looks like someone was laying on top of the sheets, like restrained down. And as you're looking at them, you you pick up the wrist, uh, the wrist straps. And they're closed, like clamped, as if, you know, someone was wearing them and they were like closed shut. And you're looking at them and something that you notice is you like, as you pick them up, they kind of smell a little bit, and you kind of you kind of give a little sniff. And it's not a bad smell; it's not bo. It smells like they are sterile and fresh out of the package. They seem to be brand new. And looking at these things, like you would feel like you would expect to see some stains of sweat or something on these restraints, you don't see anything. Something fishy going on. This might not be supernatural, but a cover-up of sorts. Yeah, I'm trying to hide something. <clears throat> there's not the rest of the room is so sparse. There's like there's a you no know, there's like some it looks like some art projects maybe on the wall. Um, you know, like so, hanging there, like you know, like some paintings or something. Benji rolls art room. to judge the worth of this art. Okay. They got a fumble. It's important. 77 over 55. <laughs> they are worth $20 million. Fellas, <laughs> I got a lucrative business plan. <laughs> as like, as a nurse, like Sam Hingo, like looks away, like Benji quickly just like snatches one of them off the wall and pulls Absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> Sticks it in his Packers um, briefcase. Yeah. It's like stick figures of uh, Cal. And then there's like a, Little stick figure of Cthulhu next to him. You don't understand, hands. Hank. It's priceless. It belongs in a museum. Um, this belongs in a museum. So <laughs> Hank makes some kind of like ire gesture towards uh, Benedict and uh, what's your character's name, Dace? Benji. Benji. Sorry. <laughs> Benedict and Benji, uh, but does not like express with the nurse there that these look new or anything like that. Okay. Um, interesting. 
Yeah. Does anybody just... else want to do a search or something more specific? I'm just looking at my skills, and I don't really think there's anything I can do. Like, if once you make it known to us that there's a potential cover-up, maybe we could try to convince uh, Esther. Someone hasn't looked. We haven't studied the newspapers yet. I forgot about the newspapers. As you're looking at the newspapers, they seem to be, like, first of all, they're newspapers that are anywhere from, like, um, a week or so to like a year old you know they it's probably just the kind of stuff they have around um, some of it seems to be stained with like paper mache goop like maybe this was just stuff that they were doing art projects with uh, give me some type of check to to like see if you can find anything of note about them and you'll roll a search Critical. 22 under 43. What wow. is going on with you guys? I don't know. He's critical, a fumble, a critical. Alright, um... As you're... As you're looking at these, and you're looking at them all up here on the wall, and you're trying to, like, you know, what could this all mean? Like, it's like, this one, like, looks to be part of an ad, and this one's, like, you know, part of an editorial, and you're looking at them. They seem... They seem random. They seem really random they seem like they were put up here with no purpose like oh, shit. set dressing they have super tampered with this room they have completely tampered with this someone has mm-hmm. oh god are we yeah, chasing we're... another set of so now, so now Benji and uh, now, now Benji and uh, ben, or no, Hank are both like side eyeing each other and they're trying to side eye Benedict, but he just will not get it. It's not receptive to the side eye. Benedict, <laughs> Benedict, do a roll. Maybe crazy? we can get even more insight. I don't. Yeah, think uh, roll your, uh, your roll your alertness to see if you pick up on the side eye, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can, you get a, can you crit on that alertness to pick up on the side eye? Absolute failure. Not crit. <laughs> Is, right, you guys keep you... like side eyeing, and but when you do. Benedict just looks where you're looking, and he's like, I, "I don't, I don't see it." Benji's like, "All right, <laughs> here's what I want to. All right, I want to do another roll. Okay. We've been looking around for a minute. Uh, can I, this is Estes, Esther, Esther, uh, Miss uh, Esther? Uh, were you present when this room was found? Uh, were you on shift that night? Uh, did you oh, have a oh, hand? Oh no, I was. I was I worked during the as as head nurse. Uh, I worked during the day. Um, I was not. I was not. You present. did not see uh, the incident. Uh, the what was left of the incident at all. No. Um, I think uh, Michael uh, is one of the orderlies. I think he was here. I think he's here now. Uh, he's right. in the security room right now. I just did a human int on her with an eighteen success. Okay. Uh, you're not picking up anything. It seems she seems to be being forward that she was not here. Did you say Michael's in the in the security room right now? Uh, yes, I I think so. Um, what, why? She like she like looks out the out the door. Yeah, uh, Michael Devon. He's one of our orderlies. He was uh, I think he was on a swing shift. And I think he's uh, why he would was he there. be in the security room? Is that a different Michael. 
What? Which Michael are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, Wait. Oh, sorry. Never mind. Ignore that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I think uh, let's do a quick look at the other two rooms. And uh, maybe later we'll have a private discussion with Michael since he was on the scene. Well, at this point, Benedict is going to try and side-eye tank. Roll an alertness. Yeah, roll that alertness. Gonna, That's otherwise you're not going to be able to pick it up. just going to shuffle up next to him and be like, I, I don't want to lose track of that footage. I don't want anybody else on that footage. We, we should go mm. there. It's probably already been tampered with, but uh, uh, you don't at least want to do a quick search roll of the other two uh, rooms before we go over there. No, we can come back. All he right. says in not so hushed tones. <laughs> All right, plan. I guess we'll head to the. If Benji doesn't have anything else to say, we'll head to the security. Uh, well, before we leave the room, Doctor Dallin said that the security cameras covered the hallways, not the rooms. Is that right? Correct. Right. Uh, Benji wants to just scan the room for like where a camera could have been, on the off chance that they tried to cover that up too. Okay. Yeah. So, probably a dead end, but another search, and that'll be a failure. Forty-eight over forty-three. Great. Great. Okay. Just great. Just fantastic. Great. Let's let's I go. I mean, you did do a uh, you did land a crit that just blatantly told us that they covered someone covered this up. This is true. This is true. Um. So yeah, so are you guys, you don't see any, you don't see there's any record or any indication there was ever a camera in here, as far as you can tell. Um, so what is you guys' next priority then? Um, see that The other already... rooms you said? Well, Benedict wants to go straight to the security camera slash Michael. Yeah. Okay. So you are looking... Uh, you guys go in and uh, Esther, uh, uh, Nurse Sammy, uh, she introduces you to uh, Michael Devon. Do I have a my picture of Michael Devon here? I do. Joe, while you're on the board, could you bring yeah. all the notes that are in the top left down a bunch? Uh, we don't have control over the black box, so I don't want to move that stuff. Oh, okay. yes. Just so that everybody watching can also see some of our madness. Yeah, excellent. Okay, yes, you're right. Good catch. Thank you. Mm. Mm. All so right. called Michael with his little perfect goatee. So called Michael. We'll see. buy it for a second. Um, so yeah, you see uh, Michael Devon. Um, he is sitting there in front of. Uh, he's kind of leaning back. He's like in his like late thirties, a uh, bit of a little bit overweight guy, and he's wearing the orderly scrubs, and has his uh, with his badge tucked in his pocket. And uh, yeah, and he's he's like he's like hi. He's like I hi, uh, Michael. You the uh, the you guys looking into. Uh, what happened the other night? That's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's uh, uh, pretty nuts. 
And you see that he's sitting he's sitting in front of a a two seat kind of security station. It's got sixteen different screens of cameras all throughout the facility. Um most of which are here on the third floor, and then there's some on each floor below, and then just of the grounds, kind of around the facility. Um, it, you know, you see controls like, for the fire suppression system and for all the doors and everything here. Michael, are you the you the security guy? Oh well, I mean, you know, the orderlies we kind of here up on the orderlies up here on the third floor, we kind of double um, as security and. Uh, you know, as security and orderlies, you know, we assist the nurses, you know, with, you know, medication and we run rounds. But, you know, we also kind of man, you know, this station, just kind of keep an eye on what's going on. Uh, I was cool. on sw- I was on swing shift uh, on the 28th. I, I work swing shift typically. Um, and well, I was on shift. I'd love to hear about that. But first, could you work this thingamajig and bring up the footage of that camera? And then we will chat all about where you were when the people disappeared. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll hold on one sec. And he... Classic he... bedside manner. Boop, 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 boop. Boop, 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 boop. Old and uh, icy. Uh, he's, and he seems like, uh, he seems very, you know, very cooperative. And, uh, and Nurse Samahinga is there, kind of standing there, you know, just kind of listening to everything that's going on. And he's like, he's like, okay, um, all right. Let's bring it back. He's like, so we keep recordings for four weeks and you know as he's pulling everything up he's like on a computer and he's digging through files and you know first in first out system so that you know the the oldest stuff gets deleted so that we can make room for the new stuff uh here we go and he clicks a button and up on one on like the big central screen is a camera shot of the hallway where the three rooms are located on one of the wings of the third floor. He's like, uh, so I don't know, like, uh, what do you, what do you want to see? I can just fast forward through it all or, uh, you take us to about seven 30 and we'll just scrub through that. Uh, yeah, sure. Here, take the mouse. And he just, you know, he just, or he like gets up and lets you sit in a chair. Um, you know, and you, you, you can just like scrub through the video footage. Hmm. It does not take long for you to realize that as you are scrubbing through it and you see every, like, probably every 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, you see a orderly um, walk down the hallway with a clipboard and kind of peek into each room, you know, as they go. Um, You know, and this is probably them doing rounds and keeping an eye on everybody. It doesn't take long for you to see a period where the orderly goes down and you see the orderly is exiting the bottom frame, like the bottom of the frame, right? And then they seem to, the frame seems to freeze. Mm. And it seems to stay that way till about nine o'clock. They had tampered with the footage, those sons of bitches. And that, well, and as you're looking at it, he goes, hang on. And he's like, he's looking at it. He's like, and he kind of like reaches over you and is like, you know, he's like clicking. He's like fighting scrub back and forth. He's like, huh. You know, and he seems pretty no flabbergasted. What do you sure see there, son? Um, I don't know. It's, 
you can't even god and he looks at the other cameras and it looks like all the cameras in the facility he pulls up other ones and around this time are also all frozen it looks like all the video just froze is he sitting down in the chair now he's like leaning over you like you know you're sitting in the chair you know we're like using the mouse and now he's leaning over you you'd say that his shirt pocket is pretty close to me Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Wouldn't you? And you'd say that he's certainly pretty distracted right now. Wouldn't you? (sighs) Yeah, I guess I I would. Uh, Plus 40 would would definitely work, yeah. Plus 40 would suit me. Suit me right. Yeah, It makes sense. You've put forward a good argument. I waited for the perfect moment. (laughs) <laughs> he bided his time. Yeah, you... it's a pretty um, good moment. So he has I will, more... I will say this once and only once. Um, you know, if he suddenly loses his badge, and you guys are the only odd ones in the room, they're probably gonna, 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 you know, finger you for it. Well, but you do gotta, what you want to do. A... They have bigger concerns on their hands at this point than a missing badge. Especially coming from this so. guy. You know, we got tampered evidence we're talking about here. Yeah. Mm. And we suspect Michael. This... I mean, hell, the... if they tamper with the scene, they tamper with the footage, I think, they you know. They tampered with the Michael. I mean, yeah, who knows? Definitely someone could have took his badge. Okay. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. You do what you want to do. You tell me what you do. I'm here to simulate the world. (laughs) So, uh... I'm not going to tell you what to do. Okay. The thing is, we're being... Okay, we're metagaming a little bit. Maybe I should... Keep in mind, uh, also, Nurse uh, Sammy Inga is is right, right behind you. You really don't want this to happen, do you? I don't care what you do. I just, th- I think that's reasonable. I mean, she's literally like, uh, you know, you could argue she was distracted too. His fat ass is blocking her view. He's like right over my shoulder. Yeah. Okay. It's got everything going my way. It's got I everything. Saying. What's your um, Benji's sleight of hand skill like? Where is sleight of hand? Or what would that be? Yeah, even? yeah it's not called that. Um, it's not called that in this game, is it? Uh, dexterity? I don't know if dexterity can be used for that. Um, but I don't know if there's anything better to use. It's Let's either see. stealth or dex, I mean. you know, Probably stealth, really. Okay, then this might be a terrible idea. <laughs> um, do I actually get any pluses for it? For the circumstantial thing i would normally say god i'm think i'm trying to be i'm trying to like i don't want you to think i don't want you to do something but it's like i'm trying to think of like this is a hard thing to do benji is not a professional pickpocket right no, hell no um and i think that yeah you could have a you could have a you could have like a plus 20 but then, like, I really think that would be just removed by just the sheer difficulty of what you're doing. Because it's attached to a lanyard or, like, 
You know those. Just pulled off his head, <laughs> like around his. Oh, head. Well, you you know those you know those little those little clips that have the string that like yeah. retracts. Yeah, yeah. It's attached oh, to it's one of clip. those. It's a clip. Okay. Yeah. I thought okay. You meant it was like made to avoid the patients getting hit. Yeah, the, they're, uh, they're literally will be built to, to stop you. Like, as someone who worked in a psychiatric facility, like, you're specifically put these on your body in a way to keep people from snatching them. I take your oh, point. Benji would try it, though. He, he's been... This has been on his mind for a while. He is a little nuts. How bad could it be? He is, he's he more did. unhinged than he's ever been, and I really want to do this as a player. But is it like stepping over the line? Just do it. Just do it. Fuck let's, it. Let's do it and get it over with. So I don't get any uh, bonuses? Plus 20? I would, I would say no. I would say no bonuses. I'd say that the, the fact that you are not a pickpocket, not a professional at doing this, but you have distracted him sufficiently gives you a flat stealth check. I do have extremely dexterous hands. I am a master at guitar. Do you no. have? Do you have? <laughs> that's actually a very good point. Do you have a knife on you, by chance? Of course, no. She always has a knife that they absolutely didn't you confiscate. You gave up all your weapons. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is happening, and it's going to be a failure. But if it succeeds, it'll be phenomenal. So let's go. Stealth. Right. Got to roll under a ten. Um, under a ten. Fumble. Oh, oh no. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's bad. The fumble. All right. <laughs> you reach up and as you do so, you you think you brush against his very sensitive nipple. Uh oh, God. on through his <laughs> through oh, the, oh, no. the the pocket of his uh scrubs. <laughs> and you just as you're looking up, you like you're reaching in and you look up. And his eyes are locked with yours. Uh, can I bum a smoke? <laughs> <laughs> this is your one chance. This is your one chance to unfuck this. Roll me a persuade. <laughs> Good call. This, this is it. Alright. This is why we play. Um, persuade. Oh, please, God. God damn it. You completely <laughs> fucked this up. You completely fucked this up. Oh, this is so good. Fumble. I could not have made this a better situation. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, he he just, like, he kind of, he reels back. He, <gasps> he, like, slaps your hand away. And he's like, he's, he's like what, what, the, what the hell do you think you're doing? It's like, smoke, buddy. He's like, it's like, yeah, I don't think so. And he looks to to Nurse Samiga. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, is this shit for real? And she's like, a uh, 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 gentleman, uh, I don't know what you think you're doing. Uh, you've already been given unlimited access to the facility, uh, but you know, I think it might be time for us to to go ahead and finish this up. And uh, and get you guys out of here. We have a lot of work to do. Michael's uh, very busy. You god damn! You fucked this. You up. have to. You have to excuse my friend there, nurse. This is uh, he's he's under a lot of pressure. I don't know. Oh, Benji, he does uh, need a cigarette. He, he he's under he's under a lot of pressure. He's under a lot of pressure. We yeah. lost three patients. Okay, 
and poor Michael over here is now worried because the files are corrupted or whatever. Hold on, let's let's all calm down. Our, we hear you out. Let's step outside, fellas. We'd like to talk to uh, Mr. Richards, Doctor Richard, again. Uh, is, could we? Could you show us to his office and we wait there for him? Yeah, I think this is probably something you should take up with Doctor Dallin. Yeah, you're you're probably the one to deal with you at this point. Um, and she hustles you down. Uh, right as you guys hit the stairwell, um, actually, let me roll, let me roll a d6 here to see who's it gonna be. Who is it gonna be? Who is it gonna be? Uh, we can do one, two is gonna be, uh, Hank, uh, three, four is gonna be Benji, and it better not five, be Hank. Six. This is some bullshit. And five, six is gonna <laughs> be Benedict. Let's 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 rewind the record five minutes prior when Brad's like, just fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> just do it, man. Um, so we got a one. You so that is two Hank. fumbles in a row. God, <laughs> fuck this shit. What is what's about to happen? All right, so Hank, you guys are walking, and right as you know, you guys are uh, uh, nurse nurse Samenga. She hits, she swipes the card, opens the door. And kind of, you know, ushers, ushering you guys into the stairwell. And the door's going to lock behind you. You're the last one. And you look over your shoulder. And as you do, you see a man standing there. He is standing in a white patient's scrubs. He's got his arms crossed. And he's got a bunch of, uh, and he has like, uh, like real big on one of his arms. He has a Marine Corps emblem and has other tattoos all down his arm. And you recognize this man Tim. to be Thomas Bale. As he's looking at you as you guys are walking by. And he's looking at you and he's got his head sideways. And he's kind of oh. got like his tongue in his cheek. Like, like he's looking at you and thinking. As you guys, as Nurse Samiga is uh, ushering you into the stairwell and closes the door behind you. Oh, by the way, Sandy um, check. No, no Sandy check for okay, you. Okay, I thought that's. Do you want that. one? Do you want one no. real quick? That's a. We'll, we'll throw one in there. I want to. I want to give one to Benji. <laughs> <laughs> so also, um, real quick, Bale is spelled B A E L. Okay. So just, just, just no, just to get that correct. Um, okay. Um, uh, cool. You guys make it back down to Dr. Dallin's office. Uh, when you do, he's sitting at his desk with a phone to his ear. He holds up a finger, you know, real quick. He's like, uh-huh. Yes, I understand. And right. Uh, we will see them when they get here. Thank you. And he uh, he hangs up the phone. He's like, uh, yes. And he sees the look on on the head nurse's face. He's like, is everything okay? Uh, Esther, if you don't mind, we'd like to speak to uh, Dr. Richard privately. She crosses her arms and looks at Dr. Dallin. She says, um, They tried to take Michael's key card. I told them that we were going to be going everywhere. I, and, sir, I want to work with them to help find what happened here but you know it's kind of hard when they can't keep their hands to themselves ma'am you do Ew. realize that we are FBI agents do you not she 
she sighs. I just want to know what happened to these people, okay? But we have to keep the rest of the ones that we have here safe, too. Uh, and she, Richard, she just kind of turns on her heels and leaves. No, well, I want to lock them in here. I want to say there's something that is going on that I think the two you of you need to know. You want to lock her in there? I want to, I, well, I just want to say there's her. something we need to discuss privately with both of you. And, and okay, Doctor Do- Dallin will say he's like Esther, it's, sit down. That's you know. Uh, now, all right. I I know what uh, Agent Mecha did might have seemed a little rash, but there has been recent developments in this case. Um, uh, I want to oh, do. A, I want to do already. Yes, yes, sir. Uh, I want to do a human end on Doctor Richardson real quick. Before I go okay. into, I'm all right, guys. I'm going to try to earn back their trust by just telling. For? Well, we already know Esther is unaware of any tampering because she seemed to be very honest okay. when we were looking around. We don't know if Richardson's in, Richards in on this yet. So I just rent. I just did a successful human int to see what his, if I can gleam any kind of like, uh, guilty response or non guilty response out of, uh, what I'm you know. The preface and, I've made, and to be and to be clear, this is not and this is not a meta game moment, but to be clear, you kind of humented her on, you kind of humented her on the idea of like was she here that night? That's what you humented. Uh, yes, yes, yes. And she claimed she was not there. I guess that not. doesn't technically mean she didn't tamper with anything, but I'm assuming any tampering happened. As soon as the incident, whatever this is, happened, you know, to keep yeah. it under wraps. Okay. So, what are you gonna say, Doctor Dallin? Well, I did it. What was what's the human? What do I do? I gather anything? I just did a successful human on. Well, what What are you his, saying to him? Like that's I don't know. Uh, it is very vague. I'll give you that. But basically, on there's been some recent developments that I think might explain uh, Benji's uh, brashness. Okay, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, I, was, I mean, I mean, do, do, do tell. I, if, do, do you know what happened to these people? Here. All right, I don't get anything from him. All right, um, uh, sir, ma'am, Benji meant no harm by this, but uh, judging by the room, the security footage. The papers that have been hung on his door. Have any of you looked at? Were these papers there before the incident? Have did you even notice this? Have you noticed the uh, restraints and how clean they were? I I don't I don't understand what you what do you mean? I mean we we don't reuse restraints. You know it's it's an infection control risk to to you know use restraints. Well, we were more. sure that this was not tampered with sir there was no reason to uh sanitize restraints that were no longer being used what i'm trying to say uh doctor is we believe someone in this facility tampered with evidence someone one one of our staff is what you're saying i'm saying someone <sighs> gentlemen this is uh Esther, do, do you have 
any inkling, any, anything. I, I need to know Esther. And he's, you know, he seems to be speaking very, very plainly to her. She's like, no, no, of course not. I, I just, the only, well, sir, also the, um, the footage has been corrupted. Um, and he just puts his face in his hands. And he says, he's like, es-, he says, says, he's like, Esther, could you, could you please give us a moment? She gets up and she gives you guys a worried look. She goes and closes the door behind her. And he's like, gentlemen, I, I don't know how or or why this is happening to this place to to our people what makes you think there's a cover up well i think unless either of you guys have anything any other angle you want to play just deliberately say what we saw you know yeah so, uh, Richard, it's very clear. We've got bad footage. We've got a rag of DNA and the evidence was washed off the wall for instead of just closing up the window, it was washed off the wall and the restraints are far too clean. God, man, it's obvious. And the papers, the papers might have been a prop on a movie set. And it feels like I'm not going to I'm not going to point any fingers here, sir. But I, I question your integrity, man. <laughs> I'm not going to point any fingers. I'm not going to point any fingers here, but let me get my pointy little fingers out. <laughs> he's, he, he like leans back his chair. He's like, he says, listen, I reached out to my contact for fear that this is, that something was going on here, and I just the the idea that I would report to your superiors if I had it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, Richard, gentlemen. Were you asked to do anything when you reported this? We know that you're friendly with uh, people we're friendly with. Did they ask you to do in here? They told me to wait for your contact told me you see anybody else did anybody else come through no i communicated with agent exeter uh and was told to wait for support from your team i've already done a human on him yeah, you'll roll one. Cool. Please, um, no more fumbles. Yeah, what if I fumbled again? Let's see how many. Success, success. 28 under 72. Something about it. You can't put your finger on it. It's not like he's rehearsed it. 
It's not like that. There's something about his mannerisms, something about the way he's talking to you that you don't think he's lying per se, but something is off and it's raising the hairs on the back of Benji's neck. You think that if he knows something, You don't think he's trying to hide something from you. He do, it doesn't seem like he's trying to do that, but there is something about this guy that is weird and is kind of unsettling you in a way that you cannot explain. Richard, do you mind if I look through your bookshelf, Lee? I, uh, I mean, uh, sure, you can take a look. Uh, Esther, can we have the room, please? Here. Esther's already gone. Oh, she's okay. Oh. Um, Richard, how did you get introduced into our organization? Was there something you saw? Is there something that happened to you? No, um, no, I mean, it was, uh, God, what was that? 30 years ago now. It's, uh, I was, um, I was completing a fellowship, um, a psychiatric, psychiatric fellowship. I had, you know, written a few papers and, you know, I was really, really kind of focused on, you know, these, uh, you know, a lot of the PTSD research that came out of the Vietnam era. It seems like a lifetime ago now, but anyway, I was, I had a lot of really interesting research, but I also had, you know, some, uh, some administrative ability and I had been offered a position at a Boston general psychiatric unit. And I was, approached by um, some individuals who told me that they worked for this foundation. And they wanted to know if I was interested in having my own psychiatric facility where I could, you know, focus on some more cutting-edge stuff. You know, I wasn't very happy with how things were being done and the procedures and the protocols that we had. And, and I, I jumped at the opportunity. I mean, they, they offered to foot the entire bill. I just had to, um, you know, and they, they told me they had the perfect facility, you know, already selected and in New, here in Boston. And it's just, they handled everything. They just wanted to know that they had my support for their people. Um, at first, I thought they were the CIA or something like that. It's the Cold War, you understand, so... Everything was about the CIA back then. But, um, it became clear this is something different than that. I don't know exactly what, but I'm, I know the work that you do is important. And that's... Richard, is this the, is this the St. Diffner Foundation that you're talking about? Yes, 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 yes. I, God, I haven't heard that, I haven't heard that name for a while. It's seen, I see it in paperwork every now and then, but... So all that human gave me is that there's something off about him. Off in what way? You said something about him makes the hairs on the neck, the back of my neck stand up. As Can you, I possibly as you, roll? As you watch him talk, as you watch him move, he seems like maybe a little twitchy or maybe a little like shaky, maybe. Maybe not shaky, but he seems like... 
just he doesn't seem well. It's the he doesn't same, seem normal. The same shit. Can I roll? Can I roll an occult or an unnatural to see if he's like tainted in some way? Like if so, he's not lying, but maybe he's doing this against his will because of some entity. Roll me whatever you want. Well, you know what I want to roll. I know what you want to roll. <laughs> Occult it is. Benedict is looking at something in the book. 69. 69, brother. Nice. 69, nice. Um, you know what this reminds you of? You know what this reminds Benji of? What's that? Benji just can't help. Cannot help. Think about old Roger Caroon and oh, how I knew it. How Roger was convinced that he didn't know anything, but there was something about him the whole time. Things didn't add up, and you guys have been here in this place, and things are not adding up. Well, right. Benedict is looking through the books. He's kind of like paging through. He's obviously looking for the King in Yellow. That he just offhanded says, Richard. Have you read any good plays recently? Uh, uh, no, I, have, I read a lot of professional. I don't do a lot of uh, fun reading, I guess. I've never are you, been. Are you sure? Yeah, I like the... I go to the theater sometimes, but I, I don't like... Um, I don't read plays. Richard, um... Uh... What we're getting at here is we've been uh, very frank with you. We've been honest. We have said exactly what we have found here in the short period of time. Uh, what we're hoping is that we understand that Benji might have acted out of turn, but it was all in the best of tensions to find out what happened to these patients as soon as possible so that they are brought back to the facility and taken care of. What we're going to need from you is for you to give us another chance we need to look around this facility some more, and more specifically, possibly tonight. I, I mean, we can't really have people here overnight. It's just, you know, the patients are sleeping and we don't have a lot of staff. Richard, if you, you know how important this work is. I do, but if you know, if you think that one of my, that my staff are doing something, said that the footage was damaged? That's correct. You know, that whole that whole system you know, we, uh, we just it's only a year too old. Michael, Michael uh, you know, he was the one who, he's a bit of a a tech guy on the side. He's the one who really got it all up for us. I I hate to say this, but if there's anyone here, as far as I know, who knows how to alter those kind of things. It's it's probably him, and maybe maybe he's worth looking into. I I don't know. I can. I don't know. Can I you roll don't persuade for the I, I, for the 
being able to have access to this. Can I say, do we have his yeah, we need uh, access at night? I want to have, have a sleepover at night. And then also have we gained his approval to wipe the slate clean from the sleight of hand and still have access to look around. Give me, give me something. Right, it's not ahead. I just wanted a bum of smoke. I had a bum of smoke. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll do a persuade on what I a persuade on what I said, and I will use my bonus forty. You use your juice. I'm gonna use my juice on the persuade. Juice. Oh fuck! Did I have juice? Is it on your so, character sheet? No. Uh, Joe. Then no. My uh, persuade. <laughs> so, can I just like? Can you just give it to me? Because my persuade is 70, and I'm going to add 40 to it. Oh, it's nuts. What if you roll 100? Uh, yeah. Wow. Success. Success. <laughs> All right. He says, he's like, listen, I... Uh, I'm not against you guys. You know, 100% you guys looking around here at night. I mean, or talking to the staff maybe who are here. I, I, I get it. But if I know that you're not beholden to me, all right, I get it, you know, but if you, if you can figure out who this is, I mean, I can give you their addresses. I, you know, I have the personnel files. I just, if one of my people is involved in this, I need to know. I know you have a job to do. Is there anyone okay. else that you think might be a part of this cover-up? Well, you mentioned Michael. He's number one suspect, but there's still the uh, our interest in Ed and Timothy. That's right. We also need to figure out what, all the staff that were working the night of the disappearance. Everyone's suspect at this point. This is going to be a whole investigation, Richard. You understand that? I can get you those names, and um, you can investigate the merb. Do whatever it is that you do, I guess. God. And he's just, I mean, he seems really, really upset. <laughs> this idea that his people have been involved. Well, uh, I guess from that we can infer there's no way that we could possibly get his approval to be here at night yep there's well, always the option in. of breaking in but i think well, we got a shit ton out of him like you know I, I'd, I'd want to ask him okay uh, richard richard uh what are your responsibilities what do you need to do in the next few days would it we, we now understand each other a lot better from before would you be able to work with us on this could you clear your schedule to come with us and figure I mean, this out together. I'm still an administrator of a hospital. I, I, I still have work to do. I, it's, but what exactly do you do, Richard? I, I would you call yourself over, an artist? Or I did I? <laughs> what? What is going on here? There's a you're, blast you're not in the past. <laughs> like, he's he's going a little bit. He's a new assistant. Is that what's happening? Yeah. Can, can you not just palm this off? Surely this is important. Uh, if the news gets out that this facility <laughs> lost three people, Richard, 
I am, this doesn't this, look good for you. I, I don't think you understand. I am not only the administrator. I'm also the presiding, the primary presiding uh, physician. So I, I do check in on patients. I, I do regulate and you know and modify their medication orders. And I'm, I mean, this is your wheelhouse. Mine is taking care of these people. All right, but that is probably I guess that's a, fair enough. That's yeah. probably a good place for us to go ahead and yeah. stop, yeah. though. So I believe there's at least one of us who has to get off to a wedding, uh, which possibly his own, supposed, possibly his own wedding. Um, so get to but, be seen. It'll be a surprise. Yeah, it'll be a surprise. A surprise <laughs> wedding is the wedding. best kind. Best kind of party. But yeah, I mean, you guys works. are kind of. You kind of guys are kind of getting right, right down to the nitty gritty on this shit. I don't trust this motherfucker. It has to be he, said. Well, he's obviously. Well, he's, oh, as soon as it, as soon as it goes night, man, it's gonna be the same thing. He's yeah, who knows yeah, what he's gonna at night. We don't even need to fucking. I mean, maybe it would be worthwhile interviewing the people, but we just got to go there at night and get into these would, new night floors. You know, yeah, like, and break in call up Exeter, even though I don't trust him any more than I trust Richardson. Or Richard. I think we, could, we could make progress if we talk to Ed. Oh, yeah. yeah. We gotta go over Richard's head. We have to find yeah. a way to... Ed, we just Ooh, need you to... Boy. What if we do it Joker style and we get committed in order to explore the... <laughs> oh, <my> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Ed, we yeah. just need you to sign right here and give us all of your savings just <laughs> real quick take just a second all right awesome. guys well everyone everyone who's listening everyone who's watching man thanks for joining us thanks for joining us as these guys try to figure out what the hell's going on who they can and cannot trust uh it seems like that list is getting shorter and shorter uh every time they meet someone it's like oh can't trust you anymore uh or at least as far as they're concerned um Come check us out over our kind of headquarters uh, is over at uh, Reddit on at r slash Greenbox Gaming to see all our episodes there and kind of the announcements and stuff like that. Also, if you like what you're hearing and you want to hear it a week earlier and or you would like to support us and help us to get some better assets, get some little bit better equipment and whatnot. If that's interesting to you, please consider checking out our Patreon page. Uh, we're at Greenbox Gaming, uh, or patreon.com uh, slash greenboxgaming underscore. Um, it's just uh, $3 a month, and you can kind of help us, you know, kind of continue to do this and get our hands on some little bit better equipment, a little bit better stuff, a little bit better art assets and whatnot, so that we can uh, continue to make something good. Maybe at some point, we'll actually get a damn editor and someone great. who can professionally mix cool. this. But we want to continue to... anybody knows any good editors... Yeah, yeah seriously. Yeah. Let us know. But yeah, but yeah, and uh, come over to the Reddit. Um, let us know who's listening. We'd love to hear from you. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for joining me today. Um, it's Thanks like for you handling guys... my balls. <laughs> wow, that took a weird, <laughs> a weird twist. Uh, I do, I do believe you mean uh, my liege. Um, <laughs> That's right, uh, my liege. It is French for king. Yes. <laughs> Sorry for any of our French-speaking people out there. Uh, 
But yeah, join us next time. We're going to continue to figure out what the hell's going on here at the Dorchester house. And uh, as these guys are getting a little bit more suspicious of what's going on. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys for joining me today. And uh, we will catch you next time. Peace. Mm -hmm. Bye.